Welcome to the Ringo Zone. Today is a very special episode with just two guests. Not guests. Hosts. Just two ghosts. We're <laughs> dead. Hosts. We're Whoa. dead. We died. Just two hosts today. Uh, Max. How did you know my fetish? I'm Max. And I said his name. He's, well, you know who you are. I'm Sabath. This is Max Sabath's special episode. It's called uh, Max Bother. Uh, that's what today's what? episode's called. Is that our shift name, Max Bother? <laughs> yeah, I'm prepared to get bothered to maximum extent. Oh, good. Is so, bothered. Uh, okay, so we yeah. did something a so little basically, different like, today. So we were going to record yesterday, and then like Dylan wasn't up for it, and then tonight, like Dylan's like, I don't want to record, and Randy's like, I can't record, and Evan's like, I can't record, and then it Savas like, so let's do Savas and Max special. I'm like, oh shit, really? Like, Something I've dreamed new. of this for so long. It's been my dream. You could say that we were in each other's dreams. Yeah. No. Uh, we 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 were. I literally... I, I, I was dreaming last night, because, you know, for record, when we're recording this, it's... uh, Let's see. It's Wednesday, March 23rd. I'm seeing Batman vs. Superman tomorrow. I've been, like, really hyped. It's all I can think about for, like, the past few days. I had a fucking dream last night that... Sabath in the movie, you were in the movie and you were Wonder Woman. Whoa, was I yeah. fingering my butthole? What? Uh, no, no, <laughs> that would. That, although maybe, maybe in the director's cut, because the director's cut is purported to have an R rating, so who knows? I mean, because I, that makes me a little bit skeptical, because I, I was fingering my butthole in my dream. So I don't oh. think we were having the same dream. I guess not. Uh, I, I was Wonder Woman, but it was. Well, different. of course, you have the hair for it. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're. We, we watched an episode of Steven Universe today that I don't think we've done before. We I'm surprised not. we haven't, and I'm glad we're doing it for this little two-person well, special. We were, we were putting it off for a long time on purpose because just like we never wanted to do it. But I don't then, know. I, I mean, I guess I I've always kind of wanted you to wanted, do it. You want? Well, you never spoke up about it. Well, because you guys wouldn't let me talk. <laughs> we let you if you tried. You know that, right? Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> you calling me lazy? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, oh, yeah. a little. <laughs> so my catchphrase is, "Oh yeah." <laughs> so yeah, tell the episodes about. Uh, well, <laughs> I, I've never looked up the the stats of an episode before. I always had you guys to do that. So today's episode was written and or storyboarded by oh. Joe Johnson and Jeff Liu. Jeff Liu, one of the heavy hitters. And I forget who Joe Johnson is. He's the other one of them heavy hitters. Uh, yeah, so we're doing Say Uncle, the famous Uncle Grandpa crossover that the entire no fandom was super, No, the entire fandom was so happy and excited and not shitting themselves in toddler like rage tantrums at all. At uh, all. Slash S. Remember how you know, respectful and sane and mature the fandom was about that whole thing for, like, the three months leading up yeah. to it. Yeah, I remember, and then I forgot. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was hard times. I had to push it out of my mind. I, I don't blame you. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, okay, so what happened when the episode finally came out is, you know, I had to watch every every episode. It was, uh, like not, it was actually not very many episodes after I actually really started watching the show. I had done a big binge, and then I had been stuck waiting like everyone else for new episodes. So this came like right at the peak of my thirst for this show. Uh-huh. So I was like, I'm gonna take whatever I can get. Fucking 
Uncle Grandpa, whatever. I'll do it. And I actually liked it compared to most other people. I oh, actually like this episode. I, I enjoyed this episode a lot. Here's here's like, uh, you know, normally I would like save this for final thoughts, but I'm just going to get out of the way now. Say Uncle is the best and worst episode of Steven Universe. I'm happy to agree with you there. Um, It's the best. I mean, it's the best in terms of it's by far the most entertaining. It's one rapid fire joke, you know, just like bam, 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 constantly with the funny. Um. And, you know, it's the worst because it's that and it doesn't really feel like an episode of Steven Universe because it doesn't have, like, the same, like, tone or pacing or mood or anything. But it's a really functional and entertaining crossover. So do you watch Uncle Grandpa or, like, did you watch Uncle Grandpa ever? Well, here's the funny thing. Because of this episode, I was like, man, these are some really great jokes. So I feel like that has to come from Uncle Grandpa since... We're not getting this sort of humor out of Steven Universe episodes. So I actually went and started watching a couple episodes, and I hated it. Yeah, no, uh, that's the thing. Because I remember, actually, my first exposure to Uncle Grandpa was the pilot. And the pilot, like, at first I thought I was going to hate it because of the art style. Because, like, Uncle Grandpa is kind of like an intentionally gross and ugly world. Um, yeah, but, well, after, like, Problem the, Solvers, there was only a way we can go up. Well, no, no but what I'm saying is... Uh, I don't think I even know what Problem Solvers is, but, um, like, I watched the pilot, but aside from that, I actually found the pilot, like, really funny. There's, like, some fat, jackass, neck beard, like, and is living in his mother's basement, and, like, Uncle Grandpa comes and, like, drags him away from the computer screen, which I approve of, but also would never want to happen to me, and, <laughs> and like, I'm aware of the hypocrisy, just putting that out there, and, um... Like, they fucking, like, kill zombies, and, like, the guy's really into it. I'm like, oh, that's weirdly awesome. And, like, I normally hate zombies, but it just really worked. And then I watched the actual show, and I'm like, this is not enjoyable. But, like, the other thing, it's Joe Johnson and Jeff Liu, and uh, that's the thing I remember them saying, you know, the Uncle Grandpa crossover was, I think they said, like, it was Rebecca Sugar's idea. And the Crooniverse were, like, in entire creative control. Like, the only people from Uncle Grandpa involved in the crossover at all were the voice actors playing the Uncle Grandpa characters. Nobody else from the show worked on this episode. So none of the animators did? Because I thought that whole segment where they're in Uncle Grandpa's world... No, that no. Was... I mean, as far as I'm aware, no. None of the animators did. Like, none of the writers or directors or anything. Well, like... It was I all thought... through universe. One thing that I really loved about this episode was it really showed how in tune the the creators of the show are with their viewers it did something more like okay so some backstory you guys already know i used to watch my little pony um the did closest, we know that yeah you guys knew that you knew how I, I, I never considered myself a brony but it'd be very easy oh, for someone I, to call me one i knew that i know we've talked about it i don't know if we've talked about it on the show oh I am, yeah i am no. also a former brony just uh rio history i I started watching at the end of season one, was into it for a year, and then fell out of love with it at the end of season two. It was kind of the same thing for me, but the thing is is that I, I liked the show, but I never wanted to call myself a brony. I refused to make a pony sona. I never called myself a brony, and I wound up pretty much getting rung into it by accepting to run a My Little Pony forum by being its graphics designer. Huh. <laughs> okay, uh, that's interesting. 
so I pretty much just relegated myself to like the background. Everyone knew I was in control of the website, but and they knew who I was, but I never said anything. Yeah. And every time I did post on the forum, everyone was like, "Whoa, it's a unicorn! Why don't you have a pony th- thumbnail for your avatar?" So basically, it was exactly like the Ringo Zone, where you just kind of there and never said anything. And when you hey. did say something, people paid attention. Yeah, I I guess that's the best <laughs> way you could put it. Is that just your life? Uh, you just sit in the corners of room like that that fucking scene from Jaws where he like runs the nails on the chalkboard. <laughs> like, is that you? <laughs> you you can call me an observer. Um, <laughs> I just watch people all day. <laughs> I'm gonna show up in the front at some point. I know, but I'm 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 building my foundation. That's are what you I'm... just? Oh god, what are you just like <laughs> that fucking background character who's like in every movie? And then people eventually notice, and then he gets a day in the limelight episode. <laughs> Not just one day. I'm going to have a whole movie. Okay. So the... <laughs> anyway, where were we? Um, I was Dylan, about was li- Dylan said before, I'm sorry you got you off again, but just, I'll point out, Dylan said before we started this, like, you two can really easily swerve off into, like, fucking off land, and yeah. we are. Uh, no, this is still tied to what because uh, anyway you were saying <laughs> it, anyway this is still tied to the episode because this is the closest thing I can relate to uh, to them being in tune with their fans was back when they put freaking derpy in an episode of my Pony. oh yeah and then another scene where at the very end of the last episode of the season you get to see uh, DJ poem three's eyes and they're red just like everyone in the fandom said mm. So like I and and then I was kind of blown away. I was like, "Whoa, they listen." And then this episode comes out and like they just take it to a whole new level. Freaking they they live on Tumblr. Their animators and their storyboardists were actually hired off of Tumblr. And they they use terminology like our ship, you know. Yeah. No, and, um that's that's kind of interesting, you know, creators reacting to fan stuff. Um because like I remember it actually bugged me a bit in My Little Pony when they did it, just because, like, I kind of felt like, you know, okay, so, like, having fucking derpy hooves in the background all the time and, like, sneaking her into places, like, that's a cute little thing. But then, like, they brought her to the forefront for an episode, and they just kind of did other shit and, like, alluded to other shit that, like, the fans were always on about. And I'm like, okay, this seems a little, like, you're pandering a bit much to, like, the exterior fan base that is not part of your core demographic well i never i never watched further than season two so i don't know if i mean went neither, further did, with neither did i but i remember like in season two there were moments when i felt like that uh although it's been uh, oh god i don't know you know like four or five years so i can't really like, it's, it is ridiculous anything. i can't believe it's been that long uh-huh. I, mean, I started watching it like after hi, out of high school hi my name is max and i've been pony free for five <laughs> years i'm glad to say that <laughs> i for, know right I, I i tell everyone that i only did it for the money because i was doing a lot of fan art for it and getting paid for it like you know pennies like freaking like 10 speaking bucks of which there. uh you're not gonna say it because you have fucking integrity but i'm a jew so uh <laughs> sabbath is a really good artist and he's like doing commissions right now aren't you yeah definitely yeah no sabbath fucking needs money so he can break open the lock to the mysterious like 13th level of hell and kill the real satan so Send him your money. You'll get art in return, and we get to kill real Satan. It's a good deal all around. 
Oh, the thirteenth like, level, eleven to ten, eleven, and twelve. You just skipped over those. You're that good. <laughs> um, what are your fucking uh, like shit like DeviantArt? You're what copy catastrophe? I think copy catastrophe is my DeviantArt. My Tumblr is Saboth O, but I don't use it. So copycatastrophe.deviantart.com for commissions. Buy from this guy. Uh, okay, that was a random uh, entry. Maybe we'll cut that and put it at the end of the episode. Maybe. But... I don't want to. Dylan probably wants to. Dylan, don't do it. So <laughs> let's talk about the content of Say Uncle. Uh, so where we left off before we got into the pony tangent... Um, you was know, really was at talking, the be- oh sorry go yeah go ahead. yeah it was we just pretty much stopped at well, like how I thought they were super in touch with their fans and they they pretty much covered all their bases because My Little Pony really tripped over their fucking feet yeah. with the derby thing because then they had to like take back the episode re-upload yeah, it they, without the audio yeah they had to like fucking change it to like ditzy do or some shit I think yeah but Steven Universe you know they they set it up with a uh, this is not canon and and it, it was just it was just a great episode with like it just allowed them to go nuts. See, here for me is a thing, and, like, I know if Dylan were here, he'd probably relate to it, because, like, I mean, on one hand, I really like the bit where, like, they're like, this is non-canon, because here's the thing, the show creators are so in tune with their fan base, but they're also so in tune with how much their fan base sucks, because, like... <laughs> they know people will bitch if they, they didn't knew. say that. Like, here's the thing, like, it takes more than three months to make an episode of a TV show, uh, especially, well, maybe... Actually, okay, no, no, I'll rephrase that, because I think, like, it actually was just, like, three months ago, they were, like, shooting the Flash Supergirl crossover, and that airs, like, next week, so that's actually super impressive. No, it was, like, but, like, to make an animated cartoon, like, an episode of a cartoon, it takes, I think I heard, like, nine months to do. Well, that, maybe, I think that, that was that was a Simpsons. I know that's the stat for Simpsons. It takes well, nine months per episode, well, but that's yeah, a 30-minute episode. But I think, like, that applies to a lot of cartoons. Um, yeah, but and maybe, is maybe three for, times as long. Well, yeah, no, I was about to say that maybe for like quarter hour programs like Steven Universe's, it takes a bit less long, but it has to take more than three months to make an episode of Steven Universe, especially one I feel like where there was kind of more to the animation and visually and just more stuff going on than usual. Um, yeah, the animation seemed very fluid in this episode. Yeah, so, you know, like I remember they announced this like maybe three months before it aired and the fandom started bitching immediately, but it had to already been in production at that point. So they anticipated before they even announced it that the fandom was just going to bitch and whine and moan and kvetch the entire fucking time. <laughs> and so, like, they start off by saying, don't worry, it's not canon, just to pacify the little bastards. And I then know, at the like, end, everyone on, on freaking Reddit just breathed a sigh of relief as soon as you said that. Yeah, but, you know, I, they don't fucking deserve that relief, is what I'm saying. <laughs> and then at the end, they're just like, yeah, you got that fucktards. It doesn't matter. Quit being little bitches all the time. <laughs> but, you know, in a way that, like, you could say on children's television. Yeah. So. <laughs> don't worry. He's not candy. Yeah, exactly. I just love the. Don't worry, bro. It's not canon. It's just like there now. The kid will shut the fuck up. <laughs> At least I wonder for how the many people like. I wonder how many people were watching the episode, and then as soon as he said that, they're like, "Okay, I'm done," and they just turned it off. <laughs> I mean, definitely some. I'm sure because you know there's like 
the people who think like, you know, Dylan's the one who's always like, Steven Universe doesn't have filler. That's my impression of Dylan tonight. Uh, <laughs> not not my usual impression, but that's what I'm going with tonight. He's like, Steven Universe doesn't have filler. So I don't even know what that voice is. It's Dylan. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, you know, drunk right now. So, so, so Steven, why does he say Steven Universe doesn't have filler? Because I could say that um, the episode where they go Just to the lighthouse. Universe, you know, although recently I wouldn't say <laughs> as much. The thing is, like, especially at the beginning, Steven Universe was not a show about plot. Steven Universe is a show about character. Uh, and it really is. You know, like, every show is a show about character, but Steven Universe is a show about just, like, people and emotional interactions. Yeah. And like so a- that's why I agree with the idea that Steven Universe doesn't have filler. So... Yeah, because, like, the whole, like, Steven Universe is the only show that I've seen that has a half season's worth of character building before they get to the plot. Yeah, no, exactly. It's good like that. So, um, yeah, but, so, I do love the opening. I love how it's, like, Steven trying to summon his shield. I love fucking Uncle Grandpa comes out of the water as, like, a combination of Rose Quartz and the Venus de Milo or whatever. Which I think is mean. It's like when Amethyst was posing as Rose Quartz. I mean, yes and... Well, okay, so here's the difference. Like, Uncle Grandpa did it for, like, a dramatic gotcha effect and, like, kind of as a gag. Uh, Amethyst did it to, like, hurt Greg, which was severely fucked up. Uh, one of my favorite things is when someone says, <laughs> Amethyst transforms into this kid's dead mom to torment his dad. And yep. they let her off by after they forgive her after she cleans the garage. I remember there's someone who went on like a big rant about that and how it's like unforgivable and just like they really should have given Amethyst more shit. And oh like, wait, wait, it was freaking uh, uh, that jelly, the people that says uh, "Welcome to Facebook" and "Welcome Jell Apocalypse." Yeah, it was yeah, him. He was did him. the fucking Steven Universe video. That's right. He loves Garnet and hates Amethyst. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that was a great video. I loved that. Uh, so. Yeah, so we got that, and we have the whole thing with just, like... Because here's the thing, I remember when they fucking did the Uncle Grandpa thing, this was, like, a prime example of Tumblr shits itself. Uh, like, do you remember this at all? What? So, when Uncle Grandpa was dressed as Rose, they, like, start... Like, some people on Tumblr start going on about how it was, like, bullshit and, like, transphobic or something and then like a man's like dressed as a woman and it's a joke and also like rose course is supposed to be this icon of femininity and they have like this goofy guy with a mustache and like it's horrible and i'm like that's like all cross-dressing comedy ever and that's that's that was the it's okay it's okay for cross-dressing to be funny yeah just like it's okay for anything to be funny well, like, it's not insensitive, it's not mean, it's just, like, a goofy thing. That Plus, that wasn't even big... the point of the joke. Yeah, the whole point of the joke is pageantry. So, <laughs> yeah. And I guess, you know, the big thing, I think, that makes this episode work um, is just the way the gems react to Uncle Grandpa. They, I guess except for Garnet, they seem to act like... No, I, I I wouldn't say that. I was going to say they act like almost opposites because, but it was more just exaggerations. Yeah, it's definitely because Amethyst is kind of more like wild and just extra off the cuff, like whether it's eating the three-way sub or just like fucking 
Like, everyone else is ready to get Uncle Grandpa, and she just growls while everyone else says some action line. Like, uh, Pearl has gone... I actually... This episode actually made me really appreciate Pearl again in a weird way, because, like, I was kind of at, like, the peak of my Pearl hate at that time. <laughs> I like, always love Pearl. Like, 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 it's not that I dislike Pearl as a part of the show, but, like, that was kind of the point where I was just, like really angry with Pearl as a person and just, like, sick of all her bullshit. Yeah, there's a lot of really legitimate complaints. Yeah, so that episode is just kind of, okay, Pearl can still be entertaining. Um, and then, <laughs> like, Garnet is just, you know, like... It's just Garnet jumping into the violence solution immediately. Like, they, did, they, they really did use this episode to kind of, I guess, emphasize, like, some of the worst aspects of all the gems. And... That's what makes comedy. Well, like, I thought I think it's great because to me, this episode's a parody. Yeah. It's, it's a joke. Kind and of, yeah. it's even more it's like it's like it's more obvious when you realize that the characters themselves are parodies of themselves. Mm-hmm. Like Steven isn't just a naive kid. He's extra naive in this episode. Garnet isn't level headed, she's extra level headed, so level headed that she can see through the fourth wall. And <laughs> yeah. And Amethyst is just extra laid back, and freaking Pearl is extra neurotic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the thing that I loved about it, because this episode is just a, a lot of itself. I feel and like it's... this episode is what Steven Universe would be if it was more like other shows on kids' TV. Well, I guess, neat. <laughs> but I think you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. No. So what actually, you know, speaking of being in tune with the fandom, what do you think of the whole like gem sona bit? The gem sona bit I thought was great, especially since, you know, they uh Gus was using a Wacom. That's pretty <laughs> great. Uh and yeah, the affordable uh not the bamboo, but the Intuos. The affordable Intuos compared to the Cintiq. Uh so it, it felt very much like Gus was he was supposed to be the fan. Uh, I forget, see, have you ever done any Gemsona stuff? I feel like you might have once. I have not talked about it on the show. I've not actually drawn a character yet because I'm trying to really get to a point where I really want to draw her. But I, the same thing, with, I, well, whenever I become a fan of a show, uh, I, I do like to do some sort of like, uh, you know, made up personal character, just kind of like, you know, play out the stories in my head. Uh, but I like I don't go over the top like so many other people do. But I try to make my the character that I make up in my head as believable as possible that they could be in the show. I do that too, actually. Yeah, like they could like I try to make them as as flawed and realistic uh, and you know non Mary Sue and actually have a purpose for being there rather than I showed up today. Um, <laughs> But I so uh, my my own Jim Sona, which I've never told anyone else about. Oh so, boy, Ringo's own exclusive. Yeah, and exclusive to you, Max, because no one else does mine either. This is Max Dweck uh, reporting. Savath is about to reveal his Jim Sona concept. Um, <laughs> her name is. Uh, Edit in some fucking news music here. <laughs> her name's Agate. Um, Agate. Oh. Because uh, I. I love the color red and I love fire, and I feel like mm. um, that Agate would be a character similar to uh, uh, Lapis. 
Only because uh, Lapis seems to be very elementally tuned. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like to imagine that, you know, the, the gems that appear like Lapis with those flowing um, dresses are kind of like are like uh, the magic users of the gym world, where they're kind of like in robe-like outfits. So my character is in a very kind of flowing but simple outfit, kind of dressed like like uh, like Lapis is, and she's got uh, her gems on the back of her neck, not in the middle of her shoulders like Lapis. But um, other than that, she's just red. I haven't gotten down the details because I want her to be exactly like Lapis. But the story for her um, is that she was uh, overcooked. Remember how in um, yeah, I remember overcooked. <laughs> not not overcooked like like amethyst. I mean, she. So in my head, because they haven't actually directly mentioned anything about it, in my head, I feel like gems like lapis are made uh, over much longer periods of time, which allows them to have their incredible powers. Makes sense. Um. So when the the gym war over earth started like receding and they had to to step back while the the renegades like started to to win the war and push them away mm-hmm. um when they pulled out from the colonizing and they went instead into uh like bio research to exploit the earth instead uh when they made the gym cluster uh, i remember in the episode where they show the map of what the uh the colony could be mm-hmm. that they had other locations other kindergartens and in my head, um, in, I don't know, like, Native America, they had, like, one solitary injector. I don't know what those things are. The ones that look like viruses that yeah, make the gems. Injectors. Yeah, the, the one, there's one solitary injector over a cave. And uh, in the year, like, I don't know, 500, mm-hmm. uh, that's when um, ag- Agate completes incubating. It's, it's way after the war is over. It's a lot further away from where... Uh, Rose Quartz is. So, so like, she, she has no idea who she's supposed to be. She's, she doesn't know who she's supposed to be. She wakes up alone because they were. she was the only thing incubating. They made her to be another weapon like Lapis is, but with uh, not mm-hmm. with fire, but with like magma. She can melt rock. Nice. Um, so she, she incubates uh, and, and appears in the cave, and she doesn't know what a gym is. She grows up with Native Americans, and she grows up through... Uh, the uh, uh, manifest destiny. She leaves the. She doesn't. She like goes through the whole like. Uh, I industrial feel like era. having a crystal gem around during that time would really change the course of history. <laughs> well, she's by herself. She's like she. No one notices her because she's so alone. Um, um, oh, so she, so she, oh, she grows up during the time, but she's not like with the native tribes. Yeah, no, she she uh, she's like treated sort of like a priestess. Uh, the other tribes. Um, you know, kill each other over her because of her, and oh, she, neat. yeah, they fight each other over her, and she does. She can't die because he's a gym, so she feels uh, very isolated from them and remorseful. It's very in depth and dark, <laughs> but but that, yeah, that's my that's my whole little uh, in my head canon for this made up character. She's just a gym that doesn't know she's a gym that doesn't like what she is. Oh, that's cool. No, I think I think I've mentioned this before. If I could draw the uh, like gem character, I would create would just be called Rock, and <laughs> she would be like a prototypical like cave gem who the like proto gem. No, who like doesn't have all like the same powers and abilities that other gems do. Like she has a weapon, but it's just like fits in a slot in her back, and it's just a big stone club. Uh, <laughs> like she can't fucking. She can't fucking like uh 
shapeshift or anything, but like if like pieces of her get broken off, she can just replace them with like rocks she picks up off the ground. Like it's just I don't know, it's just a goofy idea I had because I figure, you know, like the gems have to come from somewhere. So there had to be some kind of like experimental thing beforehand. Yeah. And, you know, I just imagine it's rock and she's just around somewhere in some fucking cave in space with space dinosaurs. <laughs> Prehistoric gym. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty nuts. Anyway, we've only got uh, two minutes left. We should probably get back to, uh, to say uncle. Well, I mean, you know, there, uh, I feel like we've kind of covered, you know, what you can really say because you can, we can go through every joke bit by bit, but what would be the point? We'd be Dylan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who wants to be Dylan? I take offense to that. See? Why would I want to be oh, that guy? I got it. Is is easy Bill Clinton? <laughs> what? No, he's not. No, Wait, no he's no, not. No. Everyone wants to be Bill Clinton. What are you talking about? I was talking about the voice. No, what? No, that's not Bill Clinton. I got at it all. wrong. Nixon. Is he Nixon? Why well, I don't know. God, <laughs> he's just Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> anyway, oh. final thoughts. Final thoughts. Oh God. Um. Yeah, you know, I just thought it's very funny, <coughs> and uh, I love how it just kind of tells the fandom to tone it the fuck down. Yeah, and it- they haven't. They haven't listened and. When is highest? Well, because everyone immediately end? wanted to freaking forget that episode. And yes, when is the highest going to end? Even the creators of the show are asking the same damn question. Yeah. Ugh. And what Who was knows? your final thought? My final thought was I, I was very surprised at how much I liked the episode. Uh, I, and it, I liked it enough to where I even went and hazarded a whole episode of freaking Uncle Grandpa. You poor soul. And I still didn't like it. There was just some, <laughs> so, something about the Steven Universe that made it a lot better. All right. Well, uh, oh, cool. Hey, Sabah. Yes? Uh, Dylan just came in. Uh, thank you for listening to The Ringo Zone. Man. I'm, I'm going to crawl up my own butt head first. I can't believe that you just showed up in our mumble chat. And it's totally for real, the real you, Dylan. Just like you always do, you know, the real Dylan. Dylan would... Coin, the Ouroboros. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cut. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>